What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of Married to Reality. It's the Match Me Abroad edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? One only Teresa right there. The only, the one and only. There's others. But not like me. And they go by the name Teresa or Therese. Or Teresa. Or Teresa. Oh. Yeah. We don't get to talk about our Czech friends this episode. I know. I mean, that's why I watch it. <laughs> this is basically, why we, basically the only reason why we watch it. But no, no, I do like it. I do like Match Me Abroad a lot, actually. But what's going on? Isn't there supposed to be another person in Czech? Yeah. We have all these people everywhere else. Yeah. And nothing in Czech. You know what they say, Teresa. What stays in check? What happens in check stays in check? <laughs> they, they definitely say that. And and screw Vegas for stealing that from them. <laughs> but they say save the best for last. Oh. They also say leave them wanting more. No. Oh, what else do they say? They say, <laughs> I don't know. The, the early bird gets the worm. So maybe Harold got the worm, but. That doesn't make any sense. Sure it does. Do birds like worms? Birds love worms. Okay. Okay. A lot of animals like worms. Really? Fish. Oh, yeah. Fish like worms? Yeah, worms are kind of like meh. Yeah. I used to I used to dig for them. Yeah. We uh hands. Hands like worms. Sure, absolutely. Chickens. Um no worm eating this episode, but there was some insect eating. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I have a lot to say about uh, Suzanne. Oh, God. <laughs> She's a moron. <laughs> She's an absolute moron. <laughs> a lot of these people, um, primarily the matchmakers, are morons. Well, actually, that whole Colombia. Colombia, exactly, It's right? just full of morons. It's because... <laughs> Not the country. Let me clarify. Not the country. <laughs> Those traveling to and the matchmakers in. Yes. Also, I think Nina is a good matchmaker. I think Katarina is a good matchmaker. I think Juan should start looking for a different job because he has two people very unsuccessfully matched and now another person's going to Colombia mm-hmm. to Juan. Yeah. How is he getting all these peeps? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on over there. I think I said it last episode. I want to know what Juan did before this. Juan would be perfect for Merida at first sight because they also suck. They also stink. Speaking of. Oh, boy. We, I didn't even watch this week. I told you I wasn't feeling well on on Wednesday. And some of most of you guys probably don't know that we were separated this week because I, I had to do some traveling. The Patreon friends know. Yes. Because they got a remote episode. And that's why we are delayed because oh, Match yeah. Me Abroad basically takes place of maths from now on. Although, ugh. Freaking maths. We might still cover one more episode. <laughs> we'll see. Let's we'll see. see. But uh, yeah, so sorry for the delay, guys. By Wednesday, John was away and I I just was so stuffy that I couldn't talk. I felt like I have a potato of... No, fo- don't, no, no, don't say it. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Good. Uh, I felt like I have a potato stuck in my throat. Okay. So I couldn't really talk and I was super stuffy. So uh, I think it's for the best. I feel much better today. I can chat again. You are back. I'm back in the flesh as always. Yeah. 
better. But I feel like a lot of you guys messaged us and Maps was wild. So I feel like I kind of want to watch. Well, let's watch. For it was sure. all the old peeps. I know. I heard Lindsay was, oh, was on one. I'm telling you, if Lindsay is there, I'm watching because she is so out of control. Mm-hmm. She and and I always forget that her and Alyssa were on the same mm-hmm. season. What a season. What a good season. We know it's coming back to Denver shortly. And that is a debate amongst the management here at this podcast as to whether or not we're going to cover it. The leadership. The leadership, the management, <laughs> Teresa and myself. And and everyone who's called in has said, you cover guys got to cover it. Yeah. You guys are still mafsies. You know how you have Swifties, you have Mavsies. <laughs> nice. Right? Nice. Yeah. You guys are Mavsies. I'm such a fool. Are you a Mavsie? Sure. I'm such a <laughs> fool that I'm like, this next season's probably going to be great. I never learn. I never learn from my mistakes. I know. But, oh, they just need to do a good matching, like good people who bring some drama. Yeah. Like that, that's all that matters. All these freaking people in Nashville, they all became friends. And then the one couple that could have been maybe interesting quit. Mm-hmm. So then you thought that it's going to be drama and all of a sudden they're just like, let's just be friends. And everyone's fucking friends. Yeah. And the dogs are involved and we all watch it for the dogs. Uh, shout out to Hank. And uh, Duchess. Duchess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they need some drama between the actual people. I couldn't like, could agree more. Like Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Freaking Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I say I never learned my lesson. Maybe the maths producers never learned their lessons. Come you, on. You knew that the Boston season was going to be good when they opened up with Lindsay and Mark the Shock, and Lindsay was hammered before Mark she ever walked the, down the aisle. Mark the Shock. Yeah. Mark the Shock. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you tallied up the number of cats they had, you said, this is not going to end well, and I'm here for it. At least they already had the cats. True. Oh, that's where I was like, you know what? There's a cat test. You open the door. You open the door and see how many how many actually love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like zero or unless you have a fat cat that's just like, screw that. Yeah, Teresa. What? Now Ther- Teresa's coming out. <laughs> I'm going to peel back the curtain as a courtesy because we guys made you wait for this. Teresa's really come around on cats, and now she's just, this is just a bit she does. Teresa's actually, like, <laughs> very into cats these days. Well, I saw a cool video of a cat paddleboard, no, kayaking, paddleboarding, surfing. stand-up paddleboarding, more or less. Yeah, and then and the cat looked like a wild cat, but it was a home cat that loved water. Yeah. I love different. Sure. And so I was like, oh, this cat is not that bad. Yeah. I what? would potentially give it a piece of tuna. Very nice of you. Right? Yeah. Right? All right. (laughs) (laughs) I think think our friends who've been listening to us for a while, they know about my cat bits because I don't get it. I don't get shit anymore. That's very true. So I think everyone just knows that I tease cats. But if I really have to be honest, the the one animal I truly dislike is. Hold on. Let me think about this one. You know, an animal I would not want to touch or pet or be around. A goat? Well, yeah, screw them, but there is another one. Oh. I still eat goat cheese, so. I know you're getting redemption. Um, Sheep? I love sheep. They're a little rougher than you expect, but if there's (laughs) one animal and it's not a cat. They're very close to us. 
Oh, monkeys. I don't like monkeys, guys. Uh, you'll come. That's the next one. We got to work on her for monkeys. No. No, I, you can't trust a monkey. No. I, you turn around, they steal your food, they steal your purse. They're too smart. They're very, they're like us. Exactly. That's why they, they creep me out. Yeah. I just had the conversation with my dad literally like 15 minutes ago. And he's like, why don't you like monkeys? I'm like, it's like looking at me with a big red butt. Mm, if, if you didn't shave your face and get whatever scab you were talking <laughs> about before, you would look like a monkey. Probably. Probably. Anyways. I get itchy sometimes. I can we, myself. Can we do the show? Well, which one are we doing? <laughs> Full disclosure, Therese and I haven't seen each other in person in like a week. So we're basically catching up right now. But yes, we're here to do Match Me Abroad. Oh, yeah. Before we do, real quick, a little business here. We're on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. If you follow us on Instagram, then you knew that we were going to be delayed. And it's just one of the reasons, one of the sadder reasons to follow us on social media is that so you get updates with scheduling. The fun reasons are sometimes we post memes. We chat with you guys, which is yeah. very fun. So make sure you're following at Married to Reality Pod if you're not already. Also, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We are currently covering Love and Paradise. Yes. But all good things are all, all decent things must come to an end at some point, And that will. And we'll cover something else to be determined. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be. I, I'm hopeful. That it will be awesome. So patreon.com slash married to reality. Check it out. Join us there if you want even more content. And also make sure you're following us wherever you're listening right now. So that if there is an unfortunate delay like we've experienced, then as soon as we drop the episode, you'll get it to your device. You don't have to be like, well, I think they drop Match Me Broad on Wednesdays. I'm checking Wednesday and it's not there. I'm checking all day Wednesday. Well, now you know if you follow, boom, you get it as soon as we drop it. It's so and, easy. To, oh. Yeah, I was just going to say, and we posted it on Instagram. Then we're going to be delayed. Teresa. Did you just say that? Rewind about 45 seconds. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking about something. Okay. So it's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's his hood. He's doing the ATVs in the desert. Terrible. Um, what are you talking it's about? A fan, it's a fantastic activity. I will get into why I said terrible during the show. Okay. Okay. I thought it was fun. You get a goggles so you don't have sand in your face. We'll get into You know it. what I would, if we ever go to Morocco, which we were supposed to, but thanks COVID, we didn't. I want to do, I want to snowboard on sand dunes. All right. Save it for the main pod because everyone's skipping through this right now. Oh. So, um, <laughs> and yeah, smash like it's as hot as ATVs. And last but not least, well, actually not last but not least, there's something else I wanted to add to the business, but. Yeah. Something we love is love, and if you haven't left a review, please do. Last but not least, something I thought about recently. The best thing you can do for this podcast, aside from follow and join the Patreon and follow us on Instagram, tell a friend. Ah! Spread the love. We love love and spread the love. If you're in a Facebook group or something and someone asks about podcast recommendations, Share the name, share the love. We love spread spread the word. Yes, spread the love. Spread love. So that's that's the last thing. That's all I wanted to add. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. All right, shall we do it? Shall we? The reason we are here, we have made you guys wait long enough. We're here to talk about Match Me Abroad, season one, episode five. five. Double checking. <laughs> yes, episode five. All right, let us start. With a man who we've not seen too much from up until now. We're five episodes in. We've gotten a taste. We've we've wet our palate, as they say. 
Okay. That sounds interesting, but... Do they say that? Wet our palate. I think so. You say it when you're about to drink. We've wet our palate. Sounds dirty. Uh, I don't believe it is. Okay. We have been teased, shall I say. Still dirty. Mm. We have been... Our, our interest has been piqued. <laughs> Still dirty. No, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not, you slut. When you... When you <laughs> When you say peak, you know what I picture. <laughs> Climaxing? Picture, no, your peak. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a thing. Like a peak of a penis. <laughs> no? No. What is a peak of a penis? I don't know. That little, that thing that looks like a mushroom. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Too early? Yeah. Um, we should we should post this after 10. Yeah. Wow. I've <laughs> lost my train of thought. Anyways. It's been about five episodes, and, and all we know is that Mark likes to travel, and he's looking for a mate. But that all suffice to say, now we get to see him interact with a woman other than Nina the matchmaker because he's got his first date. Yes, and his first date is with Sukina, who is 24, which for Mar Mark's taste, she's a little too young for what he's looking for. If, he, if it was fun, I'm sure he would love it, but... What Nina says is Nina is like, I want him to have fun on his first date. Okay. He's 24. She's she 24. 24. She's 24. But she's ambitious. She does want to move to the States. She does want to have a family. So a lot of boxes are being checked here. You know what's interesting? If you think about it, right? On 90 Day, all these people, all these Americans, like, they're always like, ah, oh, are we being scammed? Do they really just want to be with me to move to America? Yes. For these guys, that's a must. That's on the list. Must wanting to move to America. For Mark. Well, for a lot of them. For a lot. For most. That's, that's the thing. Like, okay, I'm dating abroad, but you need to want to move to America. Sure. I think it's the same with 90 Day All. No, like, it's not. All except the other way. No one's saying, oh, I want to move to that country. They're saying you have to be willing to. I think there's a difference between I'm willing to move to America and I want to move to America. You want to talk about love and paradise. Anna wants to move to America. Loves and America. And she'll deal with Matt to get there. Mm. So there's a, I think there's a huge difference. And it's one worth clarifying when you start your relationship with a foreigner. Are you okay with moving to America? Or have you been trying and dying to move to America? True. Okay. I think Sukena is willing to move to, and, and maybe more than willing, maybe she's excited to, but I don't know that she's looking for a man to take her to America. I don't know. Well, she's definitely um, not very traditional, as you sure. would picture a Moroccan woman to be. And this is where, so they meet at this ATV dental place. And this is where, this is where Mark realizes how young she is because she's like, I need to take a test to drive. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how to drive. And he's like, oh, well, maybe I'll just drive. So, okay. I said it before. I'll say it again. I think the ATV is a fun activity. I think it's a terrible first date. Let me, I, let me qualify. I think it's a terrible first date. Second date, maybe. Third date, you betcha. 
I don't like the double ATV. It's just get on your own. It's more fun. Teresa, that would be a terrible date then. <laughs> it, it, I don't like it because they had to yell just to hear each other. It's as bad as going to a loud bar on a first date and you're trying to yell and get to know the person. Been there, done that, and look at us now. It wasn't loud. It was loud. It was an Irish bar. It was an Irish pub, yeah. Um, so you planned for us to meet at a tiny cocktail place that no one goes to just so it was quiet. Yep. Ended up at a loud bar and look at us now. Look at us now. We're the exception to the rule for many things when it comes to relationships. But I just what, think... What, what do you mean? Elaborate. I think, I, I, uh, I think we're very fortunate. I think we're special. I think we're unique. I don't think most couples have what we have. That's all I'm saying. That's very true. Most couples don't have a podcast. You got that right. (laughs) Um, But we're the exception to the rule. I think going to a noisy place, going ATVing, going somewhere, it's already uncomfortable, the get to know you phase. Now add on top of it, I have to scream. I have to say, what? What? There's a strong chance that she has an accent being from another country. Yeah. It's not ideal for me. I don't like it. it. I don't think it's a serious first date. Again, pretty good second date. Great third date. Okay. But as a first date, not for me. Okay. I see your point. I see your point. But luckily, ATVing is not all they're doing because sure. they got to the, this point where they got off the ATV and got into this tiny tent drinking a tea with this guy sitting yeah. there with them. So it's a chaperone. I don't get that. Is it Uh, because... He's the bartender. No, but here's what I think. Is it because they're not married and it's Mm. Morocco? It's an interesting point because we shouldn't gloss over the fact that Mark is always pushing the boundary. Oh, yeah. He's always testing the limits of, hmm... Is it what's going to... What would happen if I held your hand even though we're not married? Which is the one... The main thing... I can say I dislike about Mark's approach to this. If you're going to go to another country and find love, you should respect the laws of that country. Well, I think he is. I think he does this in a way that no one can really tell. Like grabbing her hand and be like, oh, is this legal? Joking about it. She can tell. On the ATV. She can tell. That's disrespectful to her culture. That's Mm. her culture. True. She's not. It's not two Americans on vacation. He's like, oh, you know, we're not supposed to do this. It's her culture. True. That's disrespectful. Okay, I see your point. All right. So that's that's my main critique of Mark is I get it. It's not our culture here in America. And we might think, oh, this is ridiculous. We could be making out on a first date at a bar in, I mean, they can still do in that. Phoenix, Arizona, and no one would bat an eye. So I get it. It's, it's different. But embrace it. Uh, be interested in it. And if nothing else, don't make, don't disrespect it. That's True. it. That's it. Um, so, okay. Yes. They do get to sit down to talk. Mark is definitely finding her attractive if, if nothing else. Oh, she's very pretty. Very pretty. Very. She's the girl that would smoke cigarettes at the tennis court during high school. She has a Paramore cover band. Oh, I like that. Oh, I, I do too, but it, it's it's very, <laughs> it's a specific, it's a very distinct vibe. She looked like she could be in one of those like Hunger Game movies. 
Interesting. Yeah. Never seen it. Yeah, she just has that look. And I guess it was the whole like goggles and covering mm-hmm. the head that with helps. that, uh, what the do you helmet? call it? Yeah, the helmet. Like I was like, all right, like I can see you all either on the hundreds or the Hunger Games. What's the hundreds? It's about like these people who escaped the earth because it was dying out. So they lived in space for uh, hundreds of years. And then all the jailed kids, like teenagers, they tested them if the radiation is down again. So they send them back to the earth. They send hundreds of them. Anyways. And eventually everyone else came and... This is why I don't watch these shows. Um, (laughs) So she does want to start her own fashion brand right so she does she does have that like creative vibe yeah for sure um so they're talking she's into mark she says she says oh yeah he's got so many life experiences he's smart that's what i'm looking for she may have some daddy issues oh she definitely has daddy issues and i also feel like she was saying things that she thought he wants to hear true i don't think she was truly being herself i think she was playing to the oh here's the american and all right uh he's asking me if i want to work yeah i totally want to work like i want to do all Mm -hmm. this just so you kind of appear in a certain way maybe she feels this way but i I think she definitely yeah but i feel like she definitely was kind of playing his cards i think she's ambitious because i do think she wants to start her own fashion line i think she's got big aspirations and when i say that out loud i go okay maybe she does want to get to america and build her brand and start this business yeah she would love scottsdale oh yeah no she wouldn't no that's not she is the antithesis of scottsdale she would hate the scottsdale girls that's probably true i didn't even belong there the Scott and you have blonde hair. True. The Scottsdale girls are Micah from Love Is Blind. Oh yeah, and yeah. her friend, whatever. And, ho, ho bag number two. Yeah, and uh, what's her name? Ah, uh, from Farmer Wants a Wife. Oh, Cassidy, yeah. Cassidy Joe. Uh, Cassidy Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually like Cassidy Joe. She's out of her mind. But, she's out of control, but yeah. she's good TV. She's good TV. Um, so yeah, I don't think Sakana would fit fit in with those girls. Yeah, I I didn't either. No one wears a lot of black there. No, no. Um, but okay, they. I think they had a good time. I think so too. And Mark is like, let me take a selfie so I have a I have a memory of this date. <laughs> Do something to it later. But she maybe. wants to. She would like to see him again. I don't think he wants to. I think it was a fun date. She's beautiful, but she's too young. I mean, yeah. she, he's in Morocco on a mission, not to have fun. But he wants to find a wife. And I don't think she was a wife material for him. Not for him. Yeah. For somebody else. Yeah. Perhaps. Okay. That is Mark and Sukena. I think that's a good place to take a break. Oh, my gosh. We forgot. I I skipped over my notes for whatever reason because classic me, right? You, we skipped over this part where they're talking about age. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. And she's like... And she's she's telling him, "Oh, you don't look forty-four, and and she, do you remember what she they said, say? I feel like we're the same age. Yeah. And so Margo's like, "Oh, so you feel like you're almost 50. And she's like, "Yeah. Some mornings I wake up and I feel like I'm gonna die. 
That was the best called, line of this show. It's called a hangover, Sukana. We've no, all been there. I just love that it's that what she thinks that people in their 40s feel like you wake up and you feel like you're going to die. Well, that's what I was going to say when we were talking at the top of the segment about them is age is just a number. I truly, oh, absolutely. I truly believe that. So when you say, oh, she's too young for him, there are 24-year-olds who are more mature than 40-year-olds and vice versa. Absolutely. Listen, I totally agree. But this brings me back to, I can't believe I skipped over this brings me back to my point saying she was saying things he wants to hear, basically, because he was like, oh, yeah, I'm older. Like, you feel like you're almost 50. Right. She's like, yeah, yeah, some mornings I feel like I wake up and I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, that that's like, that's like maybe when you're 90, you yeah. can feel this way. Hopefully. So she went too far. But I was like, okay, I don't think there's going to be a second date. Yeah, it's not a match, but... It was fun while it lasted. It was fun, yeah. All right. Can we take a break? Now we can. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about everyone else we saw this episode. We'll be back in a second. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And we're back. Hello. Ahoy. Although there is no Harold. So hello, Jonathan. I got excited for a second. I was like, oh, Harold? Nope. No sucky, Harold. Sucky Susan. Ugh. Susan, okay, Susan is destined to be alone if she keeps the toot. But this... And the dog. Like, the dog doesn't have to go on every single date. Thank you. But episode one, you turn it on, you go, oh, Susan, Susan, she's attractive, she's smart, she's successful, she's got money, lives in a city with 8.5 million people. What is she doing going to another country to find love? You watch a couple episodes of her and you go, oh, everyone is tired of Susan in America. She is a toot. She, did you just learn the word toot? <laughs> yeah. You did? I learned it on TV this week. <laughs> I was like, I was going to ignore it the first time. I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard toot. say toot. But <laughs> she is such a toot. She does have I forgot a what I was watching. Some stupid show. You're probably talking to my mom. My mom loves saying toot. Really? Big fan of the word toot. I just told your mom about a neti pot. That's unbelievable. That my right? Mom, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but I was like, your mom was nervous that I have a sinus infection, but I was like, I think I have allergies. And as I was telling you guys earlier, I wasn't feeling well this week. I was being all stuffy, but I was like, I started natty potting. And she's like, what is that? That's so surprised. My mom is like the queen of remedies. Her <laughs> purse is like a CVS. It's like my mom. It's all the moms. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we go to check and we leave, my mom gives us these three days, uh, three day antibiotics just in case. That's a, I mean, you can't do that here in America because you need prescriptions for medicine. Well, but. my mom got a prescription. She has, oh. my mom has a lot of doctor and uh, pharmacist friends and they just do it. Susan, Teresa, okay. Susan okay. Is, is in Colombia, and yes, she's in the cab with her semi-swell dog. Okay, let me stop here, right? Guys, you know I love dogs. You know I want to get a dog. I love all dogs. But swell, semi-swell, not swell. We joke about it. I love them all. Oh, boy. But 
It's no cat. No cat. I just, there are certain types of dogs I would prefer. Moving on. I think bringing a very pampered dog on a first date says a lot about you. Okay. And I feel like the way she loves the dog after she said this is the dog's like 25th trip, mm-hmm. that she should have left the dog with Juan or at the hotel. Like, go meet the dude. Maybe if there is a second date, bring the pup. But I think it just says a lot. So normally I would agree with you. Okay. But I also believe when people show you who they are, believe them. And Susan sucks. (laughs) She's showing people who she is. So I say, Susan, bring the dog with you because that's who you are. And let whoever you're dating know who you are. Yeah, but... Okay. It's not like if Susan didn't have that semi-sweller with her, we'd be like, oh, Susan's amazing. Like if she would just leave the dog (laughs) at home for once, maybe she'd find love. We're like, no, Susan sucks. And let people know that you also can't let go of your dog for three hours so that you could focus on your date. Well, I get that she loves her dog. I feel like if you have a dog, you'll love the dog like a baby. And I'm all for it, but I feel like... Here, here, okay, here's why I have a problem with it. Not even the type of a dog or that it's like a very pampered dog. It's the way she talks about the dog. It's like the dog is the most important, most important person in the room, mm-hmm. no matter who she's with, right? I mean, that's a lot of dog. That's a lot of pet owners. I guess, but if you're on a first date and all, it's like, oh, here, here is my semi-swell dog, right. and my semi-swell dog is walking slow. We gotta walk slow. Right. It's all about the dog. Hundred percent. If I was going on a first date, again, we have to couch and context things here, and it's a first date. I want to be the center of attention if I'm going on a date. I don't want to be second to a dog. Yeah. So yes, I think it's. It says a lot that you're going on a first date. She didn't bring the dog on the other first date. So mm. it's so it's possible to leave that dog behind. That's probably true. But you chose to bring this dog. It says something about you and it says something about your potential date, which is I don't take you that seriously because at least half of my attention is going to be going to this dog. And it's, yeah. So I think maybe she took the dog because she's going to sit it to with this young musician who she she's like, I would never date a musician or any artist whatsoever, but okay, I'll give it a shot. Well, so this guy's Carlos. Juan's Juan's thought process here is well, Su- Susan <laughs> Susan loves art, and Carlos is a musician and an actor, and it's like, all right. Well, first of all, those two things don't necessarily go together. Just because you love art doesn't mean you want to date. A struggling musician. Here's here's why I think that Juan sucks. Juan looks at their checklist and he finds someone who has these things that she asked for, but they don't go with the overall ask, right? He's Mm. going for like, okay, she likes art, he's a musician, check. She wants someone younger, check. She wants someone hot, check. He doesn't go deeper in thinking, okay... Uh, yes, he's a struggling artist, wannabe, an actor, which is a big no-no for her. Right. It would be like if Juan, it's Juan going, well, she's a police officer and he's a criminal. Check. 
It's like, <laughs> right? Just because those things are in the same world doesn't yeah. mean they go together. I think he, I really like how Katarina approaches Harold because she basically said, all right, I've worked with people with autism. I also know what's best for him based on what he told me, but it's not what he asked for. But let me, instead of just shutting him down, saying, oh, Harold, you don't need a skinny, model-esque looking check to be happy, mm -hmm. but let me set you up with one and see how that goes. And then when you come back and say, all right, well, maybe... I don't need someone who is tall and blonde and skinny. I just need someone who's going to accept me the way I am. Right. Then Katarina was like, thank you. I have a girl for you. And here's why it's smart, because we'll see Harold next week, I think, go on this date yeah. with someone who, who seems like a better match. If he had never gone on a date with the tall, blonde check, even if... She the, wasn't that tall. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Even it, neither are you. You're saying it that's like what, that's why I'm saying oh, it. Like okay. I feel like the I thought you're saying like I'm tall. She's not tall. No, I'm average. Like I'm not tall. I'm not sure. And I think that was that was her too. Okay, but even if uh, what's his name, Harold? If Harold went on this date that he's about to go on, and it was great, but he had never gone on the date with the blonde yeah. Barbie check girl. He would be questioning, okay, well, yeah. I, know, I know this date is, I know this date's great, but I still imagine that blonde Barbie girl, like that could be even better. So at least he's tasted it and be like, oh, it's not as great as I thought it would be. Oh, absolutely. Now I can focus. Yeah. But that was the whole, that was Katarina's thought process and I loved it. Juan, I was like, all right, first one, you're setting her up on someone who has what she asked for, but he's an asshole. I don't think he was an asshole, though. That's the reason I don't like Susan. I think that date stunk, and he was trying to fill space by talking. I think it was editing. There was, like, one moment where it was mm. like, oh, she tried to say something, and then he was like, oh, yeah, well, that reminds me of this story I want to tell. Other than that, I think it was just like, well, this date is boring, so I'm just going to talk to try well, to make some connection. I think Miguel, the first date, was someone who is very proud of himself, which is great, happy what he achieved, and likes to talk about it. But I think that's Susan, too. And I think that's yeah, why there was an right, issue. Right. Because, too because all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute, he talks about himself. What about me? Right? Sure. But let's say I was like, okay, Juan... It was one match. It didn't work out. The next one's probably going to be amazing. This one's even worse. Even what worse. are you doing? This guy, Carlos, pops out like Crocodile Dundee. Like, what is <laughs> what is he wearing? And it, it was a vibe. All the ladies agree. It was an American. Don't wear it. But it was, a, it was this like, okay, I'm in a foreign country and I have a fantasy about Crocodile Dundee and here he is. It was an American Eagle t-shirt. Was it? Paired with a fedora. <laughs> What's and, a fedora? And some neck, whatever hat, whatever Crocodile Dundee wannabe hat he was wearing, paired with some necklaces. Yeah, he was very like natural and hunter, kind of like a oh boy. Amazon hunter vibe. Oh boy. Um, I'm just quoting all the ladies who messaged me. <laughs> Everyone's like. He was attractive. He was attractive, but this date felt like he was an escort. Like he was paid to go take her around town. I also don't think he was attracted to her. 
Um, of course not. No. But I Although she's not she's attractive. Oh, she is. She's she, an attractive lady, but this not guy to, not to her looks necessarily. Her personality. Like personality she stinks. She has a way about herself. And I this dude looks like someone who can pack up and go and he can he's probably couch surfing and he yeah. he does whatever job he can find. He's adventurous. Susan is not. Susan probably has an Excel spreadsheet about her mm-hmm. shoes in her closet, like all listed and organized by price and color. Yeah. You cannot match these two people together. No. I mean one of them eats ants. Yeah, I would try. The other one eats caviar. I would try it if they were like crispy and fried. Um, I would try it, sure. If we went to, if we were in a country that they ate ants on the regular and we're like, no, this is the best ant place. You got to go five stars on Yelp for their ants. You had a snail. I've had snail. I've had snake. I've, I've tried things when you're supposed to try them. You hated the snail. I wouldn't have ants. In Florida. True. Ugh. So Ugh. that's what I'm saying. Um, okay. So then they're 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 on their date, whatever. They're gallivanting through town. Did you have the gator when we went to your friend's party? Mm, I don't think there, but I feel like I tried it elsewhere. Fried like fried gator. Yeah, plates. I think I think I tried it there. It tastes like a like a true chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, our friend's husband. Yeah, he caught the, caught, he caught the, the gator. gator yeah. yeah, and it was like, here's your barbecue. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> so then they're 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 making their way through this town, and they happen upon some street performers. And Carlos, <laughs> he's like, I dance. Not not. Do you want to dance? He goes, I dance. Do you want to see me dance? He was flexy. Here's the thing. I think for him, it's like, all right, I can do this. Watch me, Susan. And watch my GoPro so I can post it on my social uh-huh. media later. <laughs> yeah. Susan was not impressed. No, no. He's he's too showy. He's too flashy. Oh, yeah. He wants the attention. Yes, not a match. But Capoeira. That's a dance. Capoeira. Oh, nice. So they end up stopping for a beer to wash down those ants. And Carlos teaches Susan how to cheers. Classic, classic move when you're in a foreign country. Learn the cheers. Learn how to toast. They do. Susan just sitting there the entire time petting her dog, right? <laughs> Couldn't be bothered with anything but her dog. And it just, I'm getting hot, hot tour guide vibes. I'm not getting, oh, this is actually a first date. No, it's not. Especially because Carlos is like passionately telling her that he he went to school to be an IT guy, but then he was like, fuck it. I'm going to travel. I want to enjoy life. I want to become an actor. And Susan is like, a actor? Mm-hmm. And she tells the camera, it's like, I avoid that type of people like a plague. Like a plague. Well, that's why your tooth sucks, Susan. We can talk off the mic if you want, but. Don't give me your tooth. I won't, but where did you pick up? The, where, did you, <laughs> <laughs> where did you pick this up from? I don't know. Okay. I watched Twilight mm. the whole week. I don't think it was on Twilight. It's more serious vampires. Mm-hmm. Sure. Then I watched How I Met Your Father, but it was it really sucked. You so did? I fell, fell asleep. I could see them using two. Yeah. Maybe. But I really fell asleep because it's really, really, it's really bad. It's with Hillary Duff, but it's really bad. Oh. It's really, really bad. Okay. Maybe they said, they maybe they said They two probably did. Because I feel like that's all I watched, just Twilight and... 
Yeah, a lot of Twilight. All right. I love Twilight. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> the, the, date, the date's the date. It comes to an end. Susan has had it with Juan at this point. So what is he doing? He doesn't understand what I'm looking for. Is he even a matchmaker? To that I say, I don't know, Susan. I feel like he just hung up a sign one day and said, I'm a matchmaker now. Yeah. But she, I think she needs to have a word with him. Yeah. He's as much of a matchmaker as I am a... Matchmaker. No, I was going to say personal trainer because I go to the gym, but I don't know how to teach. So maybe he set up one friend with another and was successful. So he was like, I'm going to be a matchmaker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you become a matchmaker, but I would imagine anyone who's a successful matchmaker, it's got to be a lot of a psychology background to understand like mm. what personality types go together. I mean, on maths, uh, DP is a sociologist. That makes sense. Yeah. She also sucks. And PC is a <laughs> pastor, which... A dirty pastor. D, he's a... Yeah, he's a D, DP... I know. I think we've come to that realization. <laughs> Two DPs. And Dr. Pepper and but, a dirty Yeah, pastor. but they do definitely have some sort of a background. I'm sh- I know that I've seen on the sh- on some TV shows that pastors do coach people who are about to get married to make sure, sure. they're compatible. So, of course. Yeah. Of course. All right. Shall we move on? Yes. Stanika. Let's move to our friend Stanika. I like Stanika a lot. Okay. Uh, she's back from... The or it's, we're back at the date from hell. Yeah, well, we picked up where we left off, right? Yeah. So, uh, AKA family therapy. So Salah comes back from his run after mom, right? Yeah. And he's explaining that uh, the fight with his parents wasn't over her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not making this any better. But he's like, well, I'm sad because your smile went away. And that is a minute of silence. And then the translator translates and she smiles. And I'm like, this is so awkward. The fight was over the fact that the parents showed up at the restaurant. Yeah. And he did not want them to. So I think when we all saw the parents enter, we we thought to ourselves, oh, this was planned. He wanted his parents to meet his potential wife. Well, I think his parents showed up thinking, oh, she is the wife. Like, th- this is it. They're going to get mm. married. This is a, a setup. It's an arranged marriage. Arranged marriage. Thing. Right. It all, it's all yeah. but done. And, yeah. And I don't so. think the parents understood. And that's why he was like, no, like, I just met her. Like, go away. Yeah. But it makes sense why he got upset because it's like hanging out. You're in high school. You have a girl over. And all of a sudden you hear the the door unlock. Like, wait, what? My parents are home? And it's like, that's what he was experiencing. It's like, wait, why are you guys here? Oh, I'm supposed to be on a date. And so I think that's why. Is that what you did in high school? Nothing. Uh, there was no sexual part to that story. It was just watching a movie. And then the parents walking in and going, oh, hey, John. And me going, oh, hey, well, what are you guys doing here? Oh, gee, okay. And then, and then me taking my my girlfriend home on my motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Speaking of motorcycles, right? I don't know why every guy has a motorcycle on this show. I don't know. I don't like motorcycles, but it's my personal preference. You loved when we took that moped around a gunkwit. Yeah, that was fine, riding 25 miles per per hour around George Bush's house. Yeah. No, that that was a a good time. I I am also opposed, I think, if if I was a girl, 
I would probably not want to on a first date throw a motorcycle helmet on my hair that I probably spent a decent amount of time trying to get look right. I also feel like if a dude wanted to take me on a ride on a first date, I would not do it. I would be like, absolutely fucking not. It's just not my thing. You need to trust the person. Absolutely. If you're going to hop on the back of a motorcycle. Even if I trusted a person, I would be like, eh, I don't think so. I just, I don't like motorcycles. And it's my personal preference. I've never liked them. Um, love cars. I watch NASCAR. <laughs> I love cars. I have a car. Well, I also, I like fast cars. I watch NASCAR. I would totally go, you know how you can get the extreme experience to ride a NASCAR car for like mm-hmm. 500 bucks to do two, two rounds. Mm-hmm. I would totally do that. I would totally go 180 miles per hour. I just don't want to get on a motorcycle. Uh, fair enough. All right. So, okay. Sala ends up bringing Sanika back to her hotel via motorcycle. Yeah. And I they- thought they should have stayed on a motorcycle because you don't have to talk because they cannot talk. They cannot communicate. Yeah, but you don't want Salah using his cell phone to translate while he's motor, right, driving his motorcycle. No, but then they get to the hotel and they both are on their phones. And I know they're trying to translate, but I'm sure they both check their Instagram or texted their parents like, Ugh, this is not going too well. It's, it's kind of disappointing because at the restaurant, I thought maybe this could work. No. I know, I know she's feeling something for Nordine. Not even the forget Nordine. This was a suckish date. Okay. I didn't mind Sala. I, I, I had no ill will towards Sala. No ill will because, I, I, listen, I think this is a little different than 90. 90, you have some time, you date first, and if you don't speak the same language, you decide that, all right, I'm going to bring them to the U.S. I'm going to teach them, right? These are people looking for a partner. Good point. I think speaking some level of English to the point that you can communicate in this case is important. Good point. And it was comical because when they got back to the hotel and they were trying to talk, they were using the translator. But Sanika kept forgetting to use the translator. Yeah. So she would just be like, oh, yeah, you know, family is important. Family means togetherness. And he's like, translator. Trans, like, what do you yeah. translate? <laughs> well, I'm glad she was being honest because she thanked him. She's like, I had a nice time, but we're not a match. There is no, no chemistry. So, and he agreed. So, yeah. So that was that date. I think she'll probably go back to Nordine or I would hope so. Well, I feel like she should go on another day just to try it out like one more time sure. because she had a great date. She had a second date. Let's see one more. Let's see how you feel then. Feel Goldilocks. Hmm? Three. Oh, okay. The rule of three is too hot, too cold, just right. All right. Okay. So one more. We have poor Natalie because she's also with Juan. Oh, yeah. And I feel like Juan wants to bang her before sure. I learn that he has like five kids. Juan does? Yeah. And so he probably wants to bang her even more than he's clearly very. His eldest daughter is 27. Natalie is 25. Interesting. I mean, maybe, I mean, he might like, yeah. He, listen, besides Juan sucking as a matchmaker, he's not bad looking, but why is he hanging out with her all the time? I've been gone for time? too long, guys. I'm not going away for a week. <laughs> not my type, but he's not bad looking, right? Okay. But why is he, why is he keep hanging out with her? They're in salsa dancing. Now they're playing pool. You don't play pool with Susan. 
You don't go salsa dancing with Susan. That's not a bad point you're making, Teresa. Right? Yeah. Listen, where's Natalie's the where's the office very, meeting, Juan? Natalie's very cute. So I think so. I'm, oh, she is. I know she doesn't want to hear this, but I think she's kind of sexy. Jeez. You really? were talking about how hot Carlos was, so let me share my feelings. I don't think she's sexy. I think she's pretty and cute. Her her fear of sexiness is what makes her sexy. Am I sexy? You're not scared of being sexy, so <laughs> <laughs> Natalie being like, I don't know, I, I just I'm scared of being sexy. I'm like, that's sexy. You're you're doing it really in a way, in a way. If she was like, look at me, I'd be like, stop, calm down, settle down. But because she's like a little bashful about it, okay, it's more becoming. Okay, I don't like people who are full of themselves. Oh. Uh, I mean, either, and I'm not. I joke about it more so than anything. No, I know. But she, I think she, she's very cute. I feel like, I feel like she, I just, I don't even see her with a guy. I just see her with like a pony. Interesting. Like okay. I just, she's so cute that I just want to put her in a box and put her on a shelf with her pony. All right. Interesting. Let's talk about her and uh, Juan at the pool hall. They're they're talking. Natalie's filling Juan in on her date with seawater, and she says, <laughs> "You know, I don't think I've ever gone on a date like that. Never dated a personal trainer. Never dated a guy with all those tattoos. But it was a good experience to date someone different." And then she fills Juan in on the rooftop pool session. Yeah, that's why I'm like constant to her because she's like, "Yeah, like he jumped into the pool and he was like, oh." Oh, like naked and then we just went home and he's like, why? Why is it your mom that's your head? Yeah. You're young. You should experiment. Well, and I'm why like, didn't you take your clothes off? I'm like, you dirty Juan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't think about that, but I'm now putting the pieces together. And it got to her because she changed her behavior and Juan picked up on it and he's like, oh, is, is your mom getting to you? Is your mm. mom in your head? I'm like, dude, like he... Talks to her very differently than he talks to Susan. Well, they have, two di- they have two different roadblocks. Two different toots. But he shouldn't. They're both clients. You should treat uh, them no, the I disagree. same. I disagree. Treat them with the same level of respect and professionalism. Yeah. But if they're each going through their own issues, you have to address those issues. And so Susan's issues. It's Susan. It's, it's Susan. It's not Susan's mom. So that's why the approach is a little bit different. Isn't it the song that I like Susan's mom? She's got it going on. If you like Susan's mom, you should see you should see Stacy's mom. (laughs) I was just gonna say. I love that song. Okay, moving on. So no, you're right. And Juan ends up bringing up his kids and saying, you know, I I had to learn to let my daughters be free and make their own decisions. So you need to do that independent of your mom. So Juan is just hoping she has daddy issues. <laughs> he He's not giving bad advice, but yes, he may be trying to insert himself, no pun intended. I think she needs like a guy who is in his mid-20s, either in law school or about to go to law school, something environmental. So he's like a nice guy, not full of himself, nice toot, and she's going to love oh my her. God. What's the toot counter at now? <laughs> Six? Okay. All right. But yeah, she just needs someone who's like extremely nice, but like extremely well 
educated and someone who just has everything, has his shit together, yeah. but not someone too old because she, she, I think she still needs to have a little bit of fun, but like her, her way of fun. I agree. I agree. Theresa, like maybe go you, wild, get two scoops of ice cream on a Wednesday night. Maybe wild. you would be a good matchmaker. I think I would be a great matchmaker actually. All right. Who knows guys? Stay tuned. Who knows? All right. That is the episode. Season one, episode five. Sorry for the delay. Yeah, but this is much better being together than be like, John, John, the co- your connection is wrong. Uh, hey, John, John. You guys didn't hear because you're, well, maybe you are on the Patreon. Some of you guys heard. It wasn't bad on the Patreon, but John had to be on a phone with the internet people at the hotel for hours to figure it out. So. I had to call, I had to call IT. I was talking, it wasn't even Marriott IT. They gave me some offsite IT. I called three times. I spent a total of probably a half hour on the phone with these people trying to figure out the internet so we could record the podcast remotely. And then we finished, and it was great that we could finish. As soon as we finished, the internet went down again. I had to use my hotspot to upload it. It was a mess. It was an absolute mess. Uh, But uh, we're back together in person. That's how we like it. That's how we like it, Theresa. That's how we like it. So thank you guys for for waiting patiently. We appreciate Mm -hmm. it. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Yes. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Make sure you're listening and subscribed wherever you are listening. Mm-hmm. I guess you are listening. It's easy to subscribe. Smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as hopefully next episode because we're going to be begging the Czech Republic. I hope so. I can't wait. Maybe we'll get... Imagine when we have two people in check and we can I need that. We can spend we twice have two people everywhere. Yeah, we can spend twice the amount of time in the Czech Republic. Yeah, please. Yeah. Take us to the Czech Republic. All right, so thank you. Smash like it's as hot as the Czech Republic. And if you have enough to review, please do. We love the love. Love the love. If you could leave a review, that would make our week. Yes. All right. That is it. I've said it all. You, said it all. You've said it all. You've said too much. You really did. At the top of the show, you said too much. Did I? I, I thought about Saying saying it then. Well, listen, I you were I, talking about my penis, Teresa. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. My point. <laughs> what was the point? What did you no. say? No, uh, your peak. My peak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> talking about my peak. All right, that is it. Before we I go, I missed too, you. I know. Before we go too far, we've said it all. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.